Illinois turned a darker shade of blue after Democrats claimed all the big election prizes last night. Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker, U.S. Senator Tammy Duckworth are re-elected. The Illinois Supreme Court remains under Democratic control, and suburban members of Congress have won re-election. Here to break it down is WBEZ state politics reporter Dave McKinney. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Mary. Late night. (laughs) Yeah, and an early morning, but a lot of talk about a potential red wave that did not appear, at least not in Illinois. Can you tell Tell us what the election means to Democrats and Republicans here. Well, Mary, this election was one that uh, the far right of the GOP threw millions of dollars at. And we, we all, most of us, got those fake newspapers in their mailboxes. Many of us saw the shock ad of a woman screaming as she was attacked. This was all the handiwork of GOP mega donor Dick Uline and his sidekick Dan Proft. Uh, overwhelmingly, voters rejected what they were selling. And you have to wonder when these two are going to look uh, hard at their strategic failures. Democrats, they were the ones popping champagne bottles last night. They didn't lose a single race that mattered to them. And the governor's big win has to be read as a resounding affirmation by voters for his defense of abortion rights, his improvement of the state's finances, and his management of the, of the uh, pandemic. What would you say is next for the Illinois Republican Party? Well, this morning, undoubtedly, I think there are a bunch of I told you so circulating within a a segment of the GOP that had backed Aurora Mayor Richard Irvin as the party's best shot at taking on Pritzker for a time. Irvin was the heavy favorite to win the GOP gubernatorial primary, but the Republican Party here appears to be in complete disarray. The nation's bad economy and crime were issues that Republicans thought might be their ticket back to power here in Illinois, but that just did not happen. Uh, Irvin's primary loss with that, uh, the GOP lost its biggest funder in billionaire Ken Griffin, who moved to Florida. And the Trump-aligned candidates like Darren Bailey the, uh, in the governor's race, uh, they won the Republican primary, but they all fared poorly last night. And, you know, they can win downstate, but they can't win statewide. Uh, another example of the disarray playing out this morning, Jim Durkin announced he's stepping down as House Republican leader. And Durkin's been a fixture in Springfield for decades and very much represents that establishment wing of the Republican Party I was talking about. Democrats retained their supermajority status and they at least gained seats in the House last night, Mary. So back to the governor's race, it was called for Pritzker over Darren Bailey not too long after the polls closed. Can you tell us how both men characterize the results? Well, Pritzker won big in the suburbs uh, in coasting to a 13 percentage point win. He described his victory as an important statement against some of the anti-democratic ideals that are out circulating among the GOP right now. This is a moment requiring a steel spine for the years ahead, as our nation's fundamental ideals are under siege. And Bailey conceded defeat, but he he did so while taking shots at the governor. Illinois must be better. Our leaders must be better. And J.B. Pritzker, you need to be better. I mean, you could say that it was Bailey who needed to do better, at least in the city. He got 17% of the vote in Chicago, which we all remember he infamously called uh, a hellhole. That number is below the historic 20% threshold that winning Republican gubernatorial candidates really have to have to win. And uh, also at the top of the ticket, Democratic U.S. Senator Tammy Duckworth easily won re-election. What happened there? Well, the Republican Kathy Salvi did not spend any money to get herself on television. She ran a campaign that involved few public events. She wasn't accessible. And those are all traits of a losing campaign. 
A lot of eyes were on the two open Illinois Supreme Court seats. Had those gone to Republicans, Democrats would lose control of the court for the first time in more than 50 years. Can you tell us what happened? Uh, it's looking like Democrats are going to have a 5-2 to two majority on the court. Democratic Lake County Judge Elizabeth Rochford defeated Republican Mark Curran for a seat that includes Kane Lake and McHenry counties. And in the other open seat that includes DuPage and Will counties, uh, incumbent Supreme Court Justice Michael Burke has conceded to Democratic Appellate Justice Mary Kay O'Brien. Okay, and as we go down the ballot, Democrats retain their holds on every statewide office in Illinois, from Attorney General, Secretary of State. And uh, uh, can you tell us about the winners and losers? Um, Democrat Jesse White, he's the, he was the longest-serving Secretary of State in Illinois history. Well, he's turning over the office keys to Democrat Alexei Janulius. Uh, you'll remember him as the former state treasurer. He defeated Republican Dan Brady. Democratic Attorney General Kwame Raul won a second term by turning back Republican Tom DeVore, and he's the attorney who fought COVID mitigations in court. Uh, Democrats also are keeping the offices of state comptroller and state treasurer for four more years as well. And in the races for Congress, the West Suburbs were in play in three seats. It looks like Democrats are going to retain their hold on them. What do you take away from these outcomes? The closest contest, Mary, was in the 6th Congressional District in DuPage County and the Southwest Suburbs. That's that's where incumbent Democratic Congressman Sean Caston beat Orland Park Mayor Keith Picow by eight percentage points. Uh, Picow, though, he showed no respect for the will of voters. He said that, quote, 55 percent of the people are still duped by a message of lies and deceit over honesty, by a message of death over life. I mean, that's pretty dark stuff. Uh, Democratic incumbent Congresswoman Lauren Underwood, she declared victory in her race. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, Congressman Bill Foster won another term in Congress as well. There was also a, a statewide ballot measure, a union-backed push to change the Illinois Constitution to enshrine collective bargaining rights. It doesn't look like we have a final answer on whether that's passed. Um, what can you tell us about that? A final call on whether the workers' rights amendment may take more time, but the early returns look really promising for labor, with just under 60 percent supporting that measure. Unions, they're saying it passed. Uh, but a conservative group that opposed it says it's still too early to call. Now, Republicans fought against this amendment. They claimed it would lead to property taxes, but it just does not look like Illinois voters were buying that argument at all. Well, and with this and with uh, some national races, people are still counting. They're still confirming the votes. So be sure to stay with WBEZ throughout the day and really throughout the week for all the latest. But for this morning in studio, WBEZ politics reporter Dave McKinney, thanks for breaking it down for us. Yeah, and thanks for having me. This is WBEZ.